Holy Jumbo, welcome to episode 595 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm host as always, I'm Tyler, and join me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, I am doing all right. <laughs> well, this week has been kind of like off and on, you know, kind of like a little bit of a mixed bag, but at the same point, got a little breather before Super Bowl stuff next week. And on top of that, you know, I've been, I've definitely been playing a bit of a couple different games though but like i'm mostly still sticking with like pokemon crystal because i wanted to take my time with this stuff and i didn't want to really delve into some of the new games that i have had a chance to either buy or like i just download on the game pass but uh yeah as soon as i'm done with that you know i mean there's tekken 8 there's persona 3 reload i mean I'm going to be going just delving into the new releases here <laughs> fairly shortly. But other than that, man, I mean, I'm I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Doing all right, you know, clanging and banging as always. Uh, it was definitely, uh, it's been a long few months, uh, last couple weeks especially. I've, I've been very trying. Uh, but I am officially on vacation. Nice. Uh, I'm off um, for the next week. Uh, I can't, I'm so happy. Uh, I'm going to sleep as much as I can. Um, I bought some melatonin just for the, just, just for the celebration. Uh, you know, uh, that's where I'm at right now. That's how tired I am. I was like, I just want to sleep and I'm going to sleep as much as I can. I'm going to take some melatonin. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty good around. I feel pretty happy about that. You know, it's day one of nine days off in a row. Uh, next Saturday, the one record, I'm going to be in just the most miserable state you'll ever see, man. <laughs> Uh, when I'm like, oh, like I gotta go back to work in like a couple of days. I'm gonna be like, I'm just gonna be a sad, sad man. So, um, I'm gonna be a sad man. Write whatever you want about me. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know though. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Feel pretty great. Uh, it's been a nice little relaxing day, you know. Uh, uh, played a bunch of video games and stuff. That was nice. And then uh, made some barbecue chicken in the crock pot. Oh, it was so good. So nice. good. I'm not a very good cook. Uh, but uh, every now and again, I, I'll, I'll go on some recipe sites and I found the little fun little recipe and easy to do and yeah it was, it was very good so i'm beating the shit out of that this weekend so but yeah i feel i feel good i feel great got i'm drinking a couple beers here talking about uh some video games with my buddy gables it's gonna be a fun time and uh, mm-hmm. you know if you uh like all this enjoy the show please like follow subscribe check us out wherever you can we're not we're on every podcast service we're on twitter we're on facebook um youtube uh so please check us out like follow subscribe tell your friends about us um there are links down in the show notes below with links to all of those places just click on them like i said five star reviews shares everything we appreciate it we're, we're just two guys we have full-time jobs we do this because we love video games and talking about talking about video games so um that's why we're here and gables without further ado let's just get into it so it was a it was, yeah. a, it was a fun fun little uh week we had here so we had a playstation state of play which I, we, we all kind of knew was coming um yes. but uh it officially got announced on uh monday i did do a live react to that so if you are listening to us or watching us, um, just you know, go to our YouTube channel and you'll see it there. Um, I did clip out the Death Stranding part. So if you want to just see me lose my goddamn mind for 11 minutes, um, it's there. Um, make sure you hit that like button. Though. Leave a comment. appreciate if you do that for us. Uh, but Gables, let's just get into it here. Um, but it was about 40 minutes long. Um, actually, before we, before we start breaking it down, um, overall thoughts on this state of play? thought it was all right you know i didn't think it was like entirely like uh crazy over the top stuff i mean there was definitely some surprising elements to it and i mean the and i do mean like by surprising i don't mean like say the complete of what games were there but like just 
the footage of what we saw in regards to plenty of the games, you know, I mean, like Rise of the Ronin and stuff, and like Death Stranding 2 without the crazy over-the-top stuff that Kojima always seems to one-up himself with. Yes. Let's see. The things with Silent Hill, you know, that free-to-play game that dropped after the state of play and stuff. Short message. I've heard, like, middling sort of things about, yeah. like, a mix. Yeah. Like, some people like it, some people absolutely despise it. Um, But, uh, I thought it was kind of weird, though, for this Direct, when they were showing, like, footage of, like, Silent Hill 2, they showed the combat, a lot of yeah. the combat of that game, yeah. despite it's more of a psychological sort of thriller start of a game. From what yeah. I understand, well, it was called the combat trailer uh, when they yeah. put it out. So, which isn't uh, which isn't uncommon. This will have right. like here's like the overall trailer, then here's the combat trailer, and then here's the story trailer. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, but I, I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I just felt it was kind of weird just to showcase that at the state of play, as opposed to maybe playing to its strengths, which are more of the story based elements of the game itself. But uh, well, we did see a lot of interesting like tidbits of some of like uh, the games that we're going to be releasing fairly soon like Helldivers 2 and Foam Stars and stuff. Yeah. But other than what we've already know and stuff, it felt like it was an okay state of play. Yeah. I mean, okay. obviously Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth and stuff, they addressed that just like right as soon as it was about to end. It's like, yeah, stay tuned for the 6th. I'm like, oh. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm I'd say it's better than an okay state of play because I feel like state of plays have been all over the place. We've had some pretty yeah. bad ones. Um, it, it's it's kind of like I've always kind of compared it to like the Nintendo, almost like the indie direct sometimes, but like a combination of like the the those indie showcases and like the Nintendo partner showcases, where it's like it's so like dependent on what your likes are or like we I've talked about all the time with those with those indie showcases where it's just like. You know, there's 20 games in there. I've had I've, I've ones where nothing stuck with me. I've had ones where like seven or eight things stuck with me, and uh, yeah. same thing with you. And then third party stuff sometimes, yeah, it's just like it's just okay. It's like cool, like this stuff is gonna be in other places. Especially it's harder on the Switch because like cool, I'm gonna go buy it on a PS5 or an Xbox where it's gonna look and run better. But um, and the, on these ones, like like I said, we we've had some pretty really bad really bad uh state of plays where it's like you know well uh, i you know that was kind of the some of the rumors and discussion a couple weeks ago was like this could be like a state of play where it's just like we have a bunch of marketing deals we're just gonna put the state of play out to you know make you know to so we can hit the quota on these marketing deals so maybe don't get too excited on it and like my thing was like i'm just hoping like we get a stellar blade date which it basically started off with that was the second thing i talked about was a stellar blade uh date so that was pretty happy about that and then we got so much yes. more after that so i would say like grading on a curve, um, I would say this was a great state of play. Uh, you know, like if I was comparing this to like a Nintendo Direct or like the one like the big showcase or something like that, I would I would not. But I, I, when it when it started off and we had Herman Holst there, which I don't believe we've ever seen him at a, sta a state of play. We usually that's usually reserved for the showcases. Like I'm yes. like okay, this this feels big. This feels different. Um, and I just we were talking about and this thing we've been talking about for a while now is like 2024 is like. We don't really have a lot from them. And maybe this is like they put Herman there is like, hey, like I'm here. Like this is going to matter more because like we know you guys are like what what's going on with PlayStation this year. And like I'm not I don't think they like 2024 for PlayStation. It's, it's like it's going to be awesome. Like there's a lot of games here that like they look like pretty good games. But like I don't mm -hmm. think there's like like I was I talked about during the state of play where 
or when I did the live reacts, like I can't remember a year where we didn't have like a real true like game of the year contender from PlayStation. Like at the end of the year, we're like talking about okay, like game awards or whatever, uh, where there wasn't one since like 2015's like the last time like no 2015 was that, was that Bloodborne? Possibly could have been. I think Bloodborne. that was 20. 15 or 20 maybe for 2014 then like it could have i oh, so yeah, 20, maybe 2015 I, I think it's 2015 so, yeah mean, i think 2014 is... i think 2014 was kind of a bad year like the like the biggest game they had 2014 was uh the infamous game uh, that was that that was a weird time where like no there was, yeah. like, 2014 was just a bad year overall for games but i mean i just can't remember a year where like they didn't have like that big huge game that come out and we like every every company every platform holder is like we've had down years from from all of them uh you know we expect yeah, xbox a lot of them nintendo's had a couple like they had, they had a great run there for a few years and there's a couple years you know on the switch era where i was like oh like there's some pretty good b games but there wasn't like that major hit um so yeah i th- maybe this maybe they're just due for a down year uh but i don't know i feel pretty solid but but this is like everything pretty much that we know from PlayStation, all the stuff that was here, except for Death Stranding, is coming out, at, you know, the first like the next few months. So, um, but let's get into it. Um, Hell Divers Two is coming out next uh, Thursday on the eighth. Um, show some more gameplay from that one. Uh, the preview, there was a preview event that happened, I guess, a couple weeks ago, and the previews dropped Friday. Seems like everybody's pretty positive about it. Obviously, more, more times than not, people are pretty positive about previews. But um, I, I never thought the game would be bad. I never thought the game was going to be like um be a disappointment or anything like that but like i think the game looks fun looks like a good time but it's one of those things where it's like looks like that'd be a fun thing to play with your buddies but it's like thing we talk about forever i mean it's like it's the i mean it's the ongoing story about games as a service where it's like there's so many out there and then there's so many ones that are already free or mm-hmm. you know like you can get for cheap or you know like you can get them on sale or whatever um to like it's hard to like you, you buy that game but then convince your buddies to buy that game and like you know, I was like, hey, man, we could play Warzone or Apex Legend or Fortnite or maybe Call of Duty or, like, any of these games that we already own. You know, do I really want to invest in Helldivers and, like, who knows what the, you know, like, what's the long-term plan for this game and all that. But I don't know. I, 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 I'm still baffled that they're not doing th- – this isn't a PS Plus game. I, I just am. Like, you know, especially when, like, I talked about last week when they announced Foam Stars was coming to PS Plus – day one you know it's like squaring it's like it's important to have a large audience uh for your multiplayer game it's like man like how is playstation putting out this two days before their big multiplayer game putting squaring's big game on on their on their platform for you know for essentially free um yeah really because you have like two big you have like two free to play games no you have two big like online multiplayer like live service games gonna be releasing within a few days of each other so why not have both on that whole PlayStation Plus stuff, yeah. you know, I mean, or tell Square Enix to kick rocks. Like, hey, we're putting our game on here. Like, you maybe you can come next month. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just go ahead, dude. I just feel like that uh, for them, for Sony not putting out Hell Divers Two on PlayStation Plus was a huge missed opportunity for them. If they want to try to establish a sort of a base for this game, putting it on Plus just going putting it out there and stuff instead of like just being like another oh god oh my gosh it was that uh the launch game for the ps5 that multiplayer game that uh oh the took de- forever de- demolition yeah like, derby something the, all demolition like destruction stars. derby or something like that 
Derp, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. We can't even get the name of it right because it Demolition was so forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, Destruction All Stars. Destruction All Stars. Yeah, there we go. We got there. We got there. <laughs> well, that's the thing, man. It's like we. It took us a bit of time just to try to come up with this game's name, is because of well how mishandled it was pretty much at its launch because I don't even think that that one was initially supposed to be like a PlayStation Plus game. No, it was it actually a seventy dollar game. It was a full on sixty seventy dollar game. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And the same thing is going on here with Helldivers too. And you know, Sony's already went down this road before. I mean, if you're going to go with a live service game, you have to have the highest amount of people playing this game as possible. And how are you going to do that? you got to put it on your your freaking PlayStation Plus service and have people download and play it day one. Yeah. I, uh... I mean, it's going to PC as well, so that's going to help. But, you know, right. it's going to be cross-play and everything, so that will help some. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it's just, I mean, it's any game anymore, just coming out being good isn't enough anymore. No, um, but especially an online multiplayer game. It's like we've there was a wasteland of these last generation. There was a wasteland mm -hmm. of these two generations ago. Like they're they're just they're a dime a dozen. Especially games of service has like a, neg uh, uh, a negative uh, stigma against it. That it's just it's a tough battle to go against. On top of that, and then hey, also pay money for this thing, and then also buy our um, battle pass as well ongoing which i'm look i don't have a problem like when i play Fortnite and shit like that paying yeah. for a battle pass when it's free to play and like if i'm putting 15 20 30 hours into this thing in like a, a month or a couple months period yeah i'll pay 12 dollars for your battle pass that i'm totally fine with that or like buying buying a skin or something like that like i'm down for that i have no issue with that but um and i don't really, i'm not really get upset about microtransactions too much at all but it's like it's just such a, like all right i gotta invest 40 dollars and then immediately buy a battle pass it's just like and it's like cool, but like I don't how how long am I going to be here for? I don't know. Yeah, really. I, I, I just I I wouldn't be shocked in like two months to stay like in April or May or something like that to put this thing on PS Plus. Um, um, or I by the I wouldn't be shocked by the end of this year at least it's on PS Plus. But it wouldn't stun me either if it's like you know <laughs> June. It's hey, it's free to play now. Um, or like at least like or do like a trial or something like. No, like an open beta like give us a like do something man like it's so fucking weird um next up though uh stellar blade like i mentioned we got a release date for this april 26 2024 um this was a it was a kind of a deep dive this is like that big overview like this in the world of stellar blade like started off with all that and everything like finally got a deep dive in this thing because mostly what we're seeing is some cutscenes, like a lot of fast paced action a lot of weird jiggly boobs um and it's like some combat and i've always like part of the thing that's like really I've, I've been interested in this game for you know for near, like almost four years now when they revealed this game in like may 2020 um was like oh it, it kind of gave me like near automata vibes uh and like mm -hmm. that but like it looks gorgeous you know uh and like i, I still get that but <laughs> it's so funny for like the more like they kind of did like the cutscenes and like the the voice acting and uh, focus on the story and the world. I'm just like, eh, I don't care about this. And then they show the they show like the combat. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. This looks great. And then it's like, oh, back to the cutscenes. All right, here you can go here and you could change your gear or here's some side missions where the robot needs help. I'm like, all right, the the robot from Stray uh, is here. He needs he's he's got a beam on him. I gotta go help him. Uh, I don't know, like, kind of finding out it's more of like a maybe it's open area, maybe it's open zone. Like I've you know, maybe it's not a full open world. Like finding that out, like I don't 
don't know how much I want that. Like, I know, like, Nier was more of an open world thing, but, like, uh, like I wasn't I'm not expecting a one-to-one Nier thing here because no one can do what Nier does. But, like, I thought, like, if the combat, like, it just the, the combat and, like, the look and the everything just kind of has those vibes to it. I'm like, I, I was kind of for, like, man, if this is, like, a 10, 15-hour, like, single player, just, like, you know, uh, more of a straight line game with maybe some side stuff a little bit in there in between, like, it'd be fine. But if, like, this, like, I went from like I'm I'm pretty much in to like if I find out a review is this game is like a thirty hour game you know and it's like it's like a seven point like five like I don't mm, you know like, I'll play I have no issue playing a seven point five seven out of ten game but like I prefer those games to be like ten hours not you know thirty so I don't know but I'm still like I'm still probably gonna buy it when it comes out unless reviews are just bad but. Uh, this in a weird way, like it kind of like, I went like like a lot of it was, a, it was a roller coaster, man. Like I feel like overall I'm right back to where I was before this trailer, but I don't know. It was just like I, but I was like a lot more downs than I was expecting. Uh, what about you, Gables? I didn't really necessarily see a lot of like like a total amount of like a lot of downs or anything with that. I mean, I like the music. I did like the look the of the. The, I did love like the character models in regards like the, the facial boobs. features and stuff like that. You know, like I love the just it just the amount like the facial size of the eyes and like the yeah. lips and stuff and everything just cohesive. It, it's a definitely a beautiful game. This yes. game is. I mean, Stellar Blade, Stellar Blade looks fantastic. It looks like it has a lot of fluid gameplay. The quick sort of like bayonetta like platinum esque type of like combat you're seeing and stuff i mean obviously they had a lot of inspiration from like the bayonetta games or like just platinum games in general but i thought it was really interesting like some of the aspects of you're going to be doing some bits of like possible open world stuff i mean granted the dub stuff of what you're here like the the voice actors and go through saying i mean they it, some of the delivery of stuff kind of sounded a bit monotone in terms of like a lot of that stuff so Gables, remember what was that metroid game on the wii the other M. other M. Remember the voice actor for Samus in that? And it was like everybody made fun of her. Yeah. Uh, voice acting. Much. It sounds like the exact same voice actor <laughs> to me. <laughs> so immediately what I was like, I, I thought. I really thought it was the same person. Oh, boy. I don't think it is, though, but that'd be pretty funny if it was. Mm. But, uh, no, that, there's nothing that uh, switching over to like another language or something like that can't solve. But. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I generally do with some games, you know, because if I don't like the English voice cast or something, I just switch it out to the Japanese audio with subtitles. <laughs> because, you know what, it just sounds much more authentic. I get that. In some yeah. aspects. Yeah. But from what I saw from Stellar Blade, I thought, it, I thought it looked pretty good. I didn't really feel disappointed by it. I mean, obviously I could see where some of the open world stuff could be a little bit questionable because we're not too sure yet of whether or not if it's actual real open world or if it's open zone, or whatever. But I did come out with a lot more positives than negatives. So I kind of yeah. feel like this is going to be those, this type of game that's going to be at least 80s at best. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a $70 game, which to be expected. But um, I was going to maybe like a $50 game or something like that. But I don't know if it's going to be like a full-fledged game and all that. I guess I get it. But uh, I'm curious. I, I will say, Gables... Um, you know, like we, like accessibility is becoming a much bigger thing in gaming, which is great. Um, I love all that for people. I hope there's like a setting in there for like jiggly boobs, like there's like <laughs> husband playing game near wife like setting, so I could turn off the boobs. 
like jiggling and everything and like the the ass shots for no reason like like let me do that like you know i live alone and i still want to do that <laughs> with that setting on uh just man, like, <laughs> man like i, I hate when they, I, I get i get it i get it but i get why they do it but it's like man and then after three o'clock in the morning all the way to the other side all the way to the other side <laughs> yeah, like, only play in five minute increments but um yeah like man i just it's just like I remember like when, when I play Bayonetta and shit. It's like man, I got like close, make sure the curtains are closed. I don't want like anybody walking by and see me <laughs> through the window play this game. Or I've <laughs> told the story before. We're like, um, yes, I was playing Catherine the one time, and my ex was like, told my mom I was playing a porn game. I'm like, it's not a porn game. And then you try to like t- describe what the game is. It's like, fuck, man, it sounds like a porn game, but it's not. I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs> it's, it's just a really good game. But like, oh, that's right, that's right. It's. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I you just kind of feel sort of, <laughs> sort of like you're gonna be shamed at the play this type of game yes. because of all these step effects. Yeah, like I like when I when people ask me when I'm playing or something like that, it's like oh I'm playing this game, step play. Oh, what's it about? It's like ah, it's a girl with like a ridiculous figure and boobs that jiggle everywhere. And like you show or you show them a trailer, it's like oh, fuck me, man. Like can, this this is embarrassing. Uh, anyways, uh, but I'm like I'm still excited for the game. I you know I'm, yes. I'm overall like I'm excited. I'm like I'm not like. Said so my like I'm expecting eight out of tens. Anything more, I'm happy for. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's move on. Gables, maybe you're right. Maybe it was just an okay to bad uh, state of play because the next thing was shown off was we were getting a Sonic Cross uh, Shadow Generations. Um, <laughs> this is a... I love how you went to that as soon as Sonic comes into play. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Sonic has a kid now, which is just what the fuck, man. Anyways, uh, it's a it's a remaster or a remake. I'm not quite sure. Of Sonic Generations from 2010, uh, there's like this all. So basically, everything in the state of play leaked beforehand. So we already pretty much knew everything that was going to be there. Right. Um, right. So th- like the shadow stuff leaked and everything like that. But uh, apparently, like looks like there's going to be some like shadow levels, um, which it's coming in autumn 2024. Which is why why they say autumn? Just say fall or I don't know. Just say twenty. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. I don't. I why autumn? Anyways, um, it's I'm just kind of pissed off because it's Sonic, uh, but um. Yeah, so there's more of that, which makes sense because the Sonic the Hedgehog three is coming in December. To uh, the movie is and Shadow's gonna be there, so um, Gable's favorite actor uh, Hayden Christian is playing him. So mm-hmm. Gable's, you're the Sonic guy allegedly. Um, talk about <laughs> it. All right, Sonic Generations. When that game first came out for the PS three and the Xbox three sixty, that was received critically fairly well. Like if I, I remember correctly, it was inside the 80s, I believe. What? Um, no, I can't. No. All right, go ahead. I'm looking <laughs> I got. I'm going checking. But anyway, it was received well. It was received well from the community, the Sonic community, because it was mixing in a whole bunch of like just random like uh, random levels of sort of some 3D Sonic games and stuff, you know, and like mixing elements of the 2D aspect of Sonic as well. The best of sort of like both. In order to do this collaboration stuff, and from the trailer that we saw, it's like it looks like it's a remaster of that, on top of adding Shadow the Hedgehog and some of his themed levels or so, and some of them kind of look kind of crazy. Of course, the thought kind of like uh, went through my mind is like, okay, where are the guns? Where are the guns? <laughs> where are the guns? Right? What's the point? You know? <laughs> well, I'm not Tony Hawk grinding down the street uh, in a in a in a real life city with guns. Like, what's what's the point? You know? I almost thought that this was going to be transforming into some form of like uh, like Shadow the Hedgehog or something like that, where he's just toting two guns or something like just shooting bad guys into all this other stuff. The Edgehog. 
anyway. <laughs> but that that's what some of the people that's what some of the Sonic community calls Shadows like just the Edgehog. <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, my overall feelings about it, hey, it looks all right. I mean, the the trailer itself, you know, was fine. I mean, Shadow stuff. I mean, I'm not really too familiar with Shadow the Hedgehog other than what I've seen and played inside Sonic the Head, like Sonic Adventure Two. And fan but, fiction. Uh, was that fan fiction? Oh no. With Rogue. Oh no. The Rogue. We Rogue? don't touch Rouge? any type of fan fiction for What's Sonic. What's the bat with boobs name? Rouge. Rouge. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. Why did I know that? That's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Funny you don't know hardly any of the Sonic characters, but you can just think about the fucking bat with boobs, and there you go. <laughs> it's like the one thing. Like, why is there a bat with boobs, Gables? It's a real. It's a fair question. I know, right? These are animals. These are child. It's a child's game, allegedly. <laughs> but uh, oh man, well, let's see, Sonic. What was it? Sonic X Shadow or some generations or something yeah, like Sh- that. Sonic. So I looked it up, Gables. Um, it has a seventy-six on PS3. Oh wow! Hey, okay. The, the 3DS version got a sixty-six. So, which is yeah, more in line what we're used to from great. every Sonic game. So ever. Well, at least it get favorable scores in that case and scenario. That is yeah. a little bit lower than I thought it was, but eh. At the same point, you know, I'm kind of interested in seeing what gets improved. Yeah, it, it looks like it definitely looks like you know it's more uh, modern day graphics. So, which I heard the um, the 360 version got a uh, the FPS boost on yep. on the Xbox on the newer Xbox consoles. I heard like everybody says it's like you don't need a remake. Like it looks fantastic on this. So, um, but. We like to have a Sonic game every year. Yep. You got you got the Shadow coming to the movie this year, so it makes sense. Mm. So, uh, and idiots will buy it, so because um, they want they want Rouge apparently. Um, next up here, we this is a, we could probably speed through some little, some of these here. Uh, Hoyo versus next game, uh, free to play MMO, Zenless Zone Zero um, was here. Um, they announced it was in development for PS5, which I feel like we already know. We already knew. I'm pretty sure we've already seen it at, at some of these. Uh, but it's probably just like, hey, it's coming. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, the game, like, I, I think the, the music kind of slaps, not going to lie. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. I don't know. The game looks kind of cool. But I, I, I just, I'm not, I didn't, I never played, um, oh, fuck, what's the other game called? The big one, the um, Genshin Impact. Um, oh. So yeah. I, I, I'm probably oh. not going to play this. Yeah. Hoyoverse okay. made Genshin Impact, right? What? Hoyoverse? Hoy- I think so. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 sure. I've never played those games. Yeah, it's it's a. Yeah. I thought the only disappointing aspect of Zenless Zone Zero is they only showed just that it's in development for PS5. There really wasn't anything more than just an announcement. Yeah, it was like 10 seconds of gameplay in like a 90 second trailer. It was very weird, but they people are going to play it because you know obviously Genshin Impact. So. Um, Yeah. uh, Next up here, we are talking. We kind of talked about this already. Foam Stars. Uh, was there? We got some just another trailer for this. Um, I believe they said that. Um, like, I don't think I can't remember what uh, they said. Something about like the the like the kind of the games and service part of it. Um, I don't remember now. It's gone. I was kind of wa- I was reading something about it, but uh, anyway, it's coming. It's gonna, I think it's only gonna be on. It's only gonna be free for like the, that one month on PS Plus, and then after that, it's gonna be thirty dollars. So, but hey, like, this is better than anything they're doing with PlayStation Zoo with Helldivers, like. At least, you know, mm-hmm. give, us, give us a little taste, you know, like, maybe, you know, I don't know, be probably smart. You at least have people want to, you'll actually have people want to play Foam Stars when it launches. Yeah. People you know? be more likely to maybe buy into their uh, battle passes and 
by by microtransactions and people will be more invested because they spent money on it so um yeah i don't know but i i'm not like i think the game looks good you know which like i said a million games look good nowadays um i'm sure it'll be fun like fun time like i'm gonna check it out it's coming out on tuesday uh you know i had ps plus so i basically already you know it's gonna be essentially free for me so i might as well at least try it out you know for you know the, the month we're gonna have it for and I don't know. I probably won't play it much more than an hour or two, but yeah, maybe it'll hit. Maybe it'll, like maybe it'll end up being Rocket League. Who knows? Well, that's the hope anyway. You want to aim to try to be like a Rocket League style of success story, to where it gets released for free for the PlayStation Plus, and then all of a sudden takes off in the stratosphere where it's on every platform, and then subsequently getting taken down on certain platforms and <laughs> get to other platforms, and it's like okay. But yeah, you know what? Foam Stars. Foam Stars is all right. You know, it looks all right. Yeah. Just want to make sure, just to say that, hey, if you're into this game, if you are going to be playing this game, have a fun time, do what you got to do and stuff. I wish you all the best for enjoying that stuff. I don't think it's really for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, like I said, I mean, I, I enjoy Splatoon. It's just like people are just yeah. so good in Splatoon now, so it's like just it's impossible to play. So, um, yeah, definitely. Like, so I was like, oh, maybe I could jump in this and have a good enough time with it. And I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's like, how the hell do you get up there? Yeah. What are you like, doing? The fuck? Like, why is everybody so You're taking off the walls. Yeah. It's like, you got to figure out when Japan's sleeping so you can actually have a shot at that game. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only time you can be good in Splatoon. <laughs> fucking those guys are like, it's like South Korea when it comes to like, uh, fucking Starcraft 2. It's like, fuck, man. Like, all right. When, when are they going? To, what, what's the time zone over there? Cool, they're sleeping. All right, I'm gonna go play. <laughs> Maybe we can play some people in Europe or something. Um, <clears throat> oh. uh, next up, though, we got Dave the Diver. Uh, that is coming to the PlayStation in May, uh, and then they also doing a Godzilla crossover, uh, which is pretty mm. cool. I thought it was a cool thing. They're, they already not, they announced another one not too long ago as well. Um, oh, Dredge. They have a Dredge one. Uh, I think that's yes. already happening. Um, but I don't think Dave the Diver is is a, is a me game, um, but. I don't know, the Godzilla thing, man. That that was pretty fucking cool, honestly. Dude, that was awesome. As yeah. soon as I saw that happen, I'm like, what's coming out of the water? It's like, I didn't recognize the, the music that was playing beforehand, which is the classic, like, Toho, like, Godzilla music or something well, when he at, raises from the... At first, I was like, is that Wu-Tang? And like, no. And then I was like, wait, is that Samoa... <laughs> is that Samoa Joe? Wait, no. Oh, it's Godzilla. I'm like, okay. Because they, they both uh, kind of... You, you know, just... Godzilla with a towel around his neck. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just chokes out Dave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Chokes out Dave with a, just a giant Kokita clutch. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love that. Uh, I'd buy the game then for sure. <laughs> oh, man. But, God, but dude, you see Godzilla and stuff like that as a DLC for like a random game like Dave the Diver. I, I ought to have laughed and not not like it's not like in like in a mocking way or something. I, I laughed because it was so random out of place that it was actually awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Godzilla's having a moment right now. They have that minus one that came out that's apparently pretty great. I want to check that out yeah. when it comes out. Then they have the new uh King Kong Godzilla movie coming out later this year as well. That looks those those movies are fun. They're a fun time. I'm excited to check that one out. Uh, next up here, V Rising is like an isometric survival RPG game. Um, kind of like looks like a almost like a like a dungeon crawler type of game. I thought it looked great, like the animations and everything like that. And then um, what's weird though was like you check it out, um, like 
it looked oh okay it looks like a like a diablo game I'm like but like the i like the art style like everything's happening and then like they never once mentioned in the trailer that it's actually a survival game as well so i'm like oh okay and i found that i'm like oh never mind oh that's an instant turn off there <laughs> yeah i'll pass uh yeah i don't know i mean gables anything for you on that one no not really i mean that's the thing if a game's if a game has some sort of like popularity or something like that it it can do everything right, but if it has like a survival game sort of aspect to it, I just get completely turned off by yeah. it. It yeah. happened with me playing Power World. I tried to give that game a go. I tried it for about an hour. Could not get into it. I just could not get over the fact that I still have to gather a lot of the resources. I have to go and collect food and all this other shit. It's just not the type of game for me. Yeah. But yeah, it's the same thing with this V-Rising. Yeah. Oh, oh. Like well, at least like Power World, they like basically let you turn all the sliders down so you can like make the survival aspect as well little as possible. Like I kind of hope that like more survival games, like are like they're like a, they're like a different type of genre, but they also have survival game aspects to them. Like I saw like earlier like the accessibility slider for like you know men with wives around while they're trying to play Soto Blade. Give me that ah. for as a, as a person that wants to play this game but doesn't want to do the survival aspect. Give yeah, me no that shit. option as well, because <laughs> like I'm not trying to talk shit. They're just yeah, they're not for us. Like I don't think they're bad. Not saying that, um, I just survival. Yeah, it's just like it's a it's it's a nick for me. Uh, so uh, next up here, that could that was definitely an ick uh, for many different reasons. Silent Hill, the short the short message. Um, got to try for that one. I got a little excited here. Then talk about Konami. Um, huh? And then there's oh Silent Hill. I thought maybe we we're talking about Metal Gear here <laughs> for a second. Uh, and then um, yeah. So this is the I, I can't remember if this leaked or they talked about this before, but we known about this somewhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, apparently it's like two hours long. It's on, it, it was dropped today. It's very PT like, um, mm. which is cooler doing that. It looks from a graphical standpoint, really good from what I understand is if, if you are a fan of like PT or you're a fan of like that style of game, those people have been pretty positive about it, but I, yeah, it sounds like people that like, um, if you're not a big fan of those things, like it's, it, it's not clicking for those people, but it's definitely if you're someone that's looking for that, like it's like uh, people that I know that like Silent Hill, or like PT, have been pretty positive about it. From like, but nice. I've only heard like out of five or six people talk about it, and they've seemed pretty uh, good about it. So and it's free to play, which I was kind of like, okay, I thought it was like a demo or something. Uh, apparently, no, it's just free. So I don't know if this is gonna turn into like some people are like, this isn't rumor, this is just speculation. Some people are like, maybe this is like the precursor to that Silent Hill F, which is like their next big Silent Hill game. Uh, so that could be it. Like why this is so, this is very unkonami like to like put out right. a thing for free. Like <laughs> normally it's, uh, they find a way oh, to charge you more yeah. for it. So, uh, and do the bare minimum. So it's very weird. They're actually putting out something that seems pretty good and also free. So uh, I feel like there's a catch here that we don't know about yet. What about you? Give us. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. I just had to just move around my freaking little cursor for a moment there my computer was going black like oh no, oh. no, no. don't you don't you try it <laughs> yeah don't, don't you try you it with me there. but uh yeah with the whole that whole silent hill game i mean it it definitely had some sort of an interesting thing to it it definitely had that whole pt vibes and stuff and of course being free to play and stuff i mean that's also a, a positive and stuff but yeah like i've like i said earlier i've heard like mixed things about it you know there are people that really do like this game and then there's like some like like hardcore Silent Hill fans just don't like it. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I think it's really cool that uh, even after the whole, like, sour taste in the mouth of, like, 
fans from that last Silent Hill game that was released on PC, I think it was, that had those, like, oh, God, the whole, oh, like, cutscenes and all that other yeah. stuff, that whole colossal mess that occurred through, like, uh... Basically, everything oh. there was Silent Hill since Silent Hill 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that one... But the one I'm talking about, the one that happened last year, well, it was kind of more egregious because you had to pay, Oh, like... that one. I was thinking of the yes. one that was like, okay, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's bad. That was bad. I can't remember what it's called. Yes. It's not even worth mentioning. That's that's true. I don't even remember a lot of the name <laughs> of the goddamn thing. Yeah. But, uh, yes, I, I remember last year them botching, not just botching the launch, but just the whole concept of that game was just horrible. And then... You know, coming to this year, it's like, the free-to-play game kind of looks alright. Obviously, they have Silent Hill 2, which, <laughs> who knows when that's going to come out this year, if it does come out this year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm just going to be hopefully optimistic with this stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm planning on checking it out eventually. Yeah. I just got enough I got enough games to play right now, so it's not like, it's not really high on, on my to-do list, but it's free. At least, at least dabble in it. Uh, but, like he's mentioned, Silent Hill 2... Uh, we got a trailer for the, so we've seen this game before, but this is the first time we've seen like actual like combat for it. Uh, and I and I agree with you, Gables. Like I'm not a big Silent Hill guy, but like yeah, like the, the these games are built more on like the horror aspect rather than the combat aspect. But yeah, um, I think they're they're probably like we see like we've seen all these like sur- survival like horror games like um, come out you know the last couple of years like Dead Space, uh, Resident Evil Four, all the Resident Evil games, uh, Close Protocol and stuff like that. And big part of that is the combat. So that's probably what right. they're looking at here is like look at like hey like let's show you the combat let's show you this like with, with especially with maybe one of the bigger audiences we're gonna have for this game um so i get it from the aspect because that's gonna show better than like hey here's a puzzle <laughs> you know so I <laughs> that. um I, I feel like the people like the fans that are already like that are that are really interested in this already will seek those out and like that the, probably this combat trailer is more so for people you know that don't know much about silent hill or someone like for me that doesn't really care about Silent Hill because I was more interested honestly in Silent Hill seeing this than anything we've seen previously which hasn't been a lot there's only been like really like one trailer and a teaser so um, I don't know but like there was that rumor or like Best Buy put it up that was like I think April 22nd was the release date um, right and that doesn't seem like that's gonna be the case I figured they'd I announced I figured they'd announce that here if that was the case but um, I don't know like I, I don't this would probably this would be like much like Alone in the Dark like if Silent Hill 2 and Alone in Dark come out and get good reviews, I'll be a game I buy eventually, but not a game I'm looking at getting at launch. What about you? Yeah, that's the thing, though. It's too... It's really too early for me to really decide upon it. I mean, I've been interested in wanting to try Silent Hill as a series, but... Yeah, this would definitely be the first one I would try to start with, you know, because when you try to go back and try to find the older games, even for the original platforms like PlayStation, PlayStation 2, they're super expensive, and plus, people are not really like uh, really recommending like the PS3 port because there's some infamous like uh, yeah technical bad. issues with that game. Yeah. But uh, I'm willing to give it a shot as long as they don't mess up the core, the core like foundation of what made Silent Hill Silent Hill too. You know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. I, yeah. I agree. I, I'm. Yeah. Like I said, as the reviews come out, it seems like it's pretty good. Then I'll check it out, but I'm not like this is not a game I'm jumping at. Um, next up here, Judas uh, was revealed. This is uh, we're well, not revealed, but we got we got some gameplay and stuff from this. This is the uh, Ghost Story Studios. This is Ken Levine. Ken Levine is the guy that created like Bioshock, 
the Bioshock and um, Bioshock Infinite. Uh, and people remember, in 2014, uh, they laid off over 90% of the studio so they can yes. focus on smaller games. Uh, 11 years later, uh, we are, <laughs> Ken Levine has to put a game out and he's making a Bioshock, a big, huge Bioshock-like game. So uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, this isn't me in hindsight, like what happened there. Uh, you can go back and find the episode uh, over a decade ago that we, we uh, that we talked about this on, and I was like critical of the, of this happening at that point. And here we are. Like mm-hmm. I'm like don't wrong. This game looks great. I want it. I've been like, you know like I'm someone that like I love Bioshock back then. I enjoyed Bioshock too. I love Bioshock Infinite at the time, and then went back and replayed it during when they did the uh, like the remaster trilogy port, uh, like 2016 or something like that, mm-hmm. and kind of. I don't know. I, I came away a lot more negative on Infinite um, in that replay um, than I did. But Bioshock One still holds, still held up at that time. I'm sure it still holds up now. Um, and yeah, like I'm excited to see what he does with this. Like the, this one, like it looks like you're on the Mayflower, which is like a city in the space, uh, and everyone is spying on everybody. And it's like, um, like talk about like decisions you make, and like um, you know the player has control over things. So like. It's just like a choose your own adventure. Like you're gonna choose, like I don't really care about that. Like I want Ken Levine to tell me a story, uh, more so than I make decisions. But um, this sounds very much like you know like what a modern day Bioshock would be. And this is a game like definitely like, this is high up on my list of like everything we've heard. This game was uh, this revealed I think in 2022. This game was like three years away then. So uh, this is like a 2025 2026 game. Uh, but hey, I mean. This game is definitely going to be uh, probably high up on my list uh, as far as like um, anticipation goes when it comes out. What about you? Oh yeah, you know this freaking game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like this is going to be one of those games I'm going to want to try and stuff when it eventually does release. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like what I was just saying with like Silent Hill Two, like the last one and stuff. I'm just consciously optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up here, we had a little bit of VR section. We had Metro Awakening VR and Legendary Tales. Um, I'm not a big VR guy. Like I have a PSVR one. It's been sitting in my closet for several years now. Um, more so because like whenever I play, like what I did play, like on the PSVR one, it was like tech demo shit um, that I didn't really care for. And then some of the stuff I did play, like I'd get sick. So I just <laughs> don't really have interest in playing a VR uh, because of that. Because uh, but Metro Awakening looks really good. Uh, I'm someone that loves like the first two Metro games. The uh, the third one kind of fell flat for me. Um, but uh, I know it's a lot of people like that jumped into that one loved it. But um, I love like the the first two were more um, horror based, and the third one was more uh, open world action based. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm more excited just for the next Metro more so than you know a VR game. But hey, like if this kind of keeps the IP going. This creates more eyeballs. People go back and play those games. I'm all yeah. for it. Uh, Legendary Tales. Apparently it's like a, uh, the first person like medieval game it looks like almost like a kind of like a Skyrim VR type type of game. But I, I heard someone said it's like, I don't know how many players, but that's like, uh, you can have uh, like, it's a, you can have several people join your game. So like if you can get eight people to join your game and play with you online, you can have everybody that owns a PSVR two play online with you. So that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. It looks fine. Coming out, it's coming out February eighth. I think this has been like an early access as well. But I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not buying a PSVR two any any point in time. So this was kind of like a, I, 
don't really care part for me. Yeah, unfortunately, anything PSVR related stuff really doesn't interest me too much. But uh, yeah, the, this this is yeah, though, this like this is part of like one of the things about these type of state of plays or directs in general, where there will be some things that will interest you, and then there will be others that just completely just fly over your head. And quite honestly, I that just completely flew over my head for the PSVR games and stuff. Yeah. And did have not have much interest. Yeah. Um, next up here, Dragon's Dogma 2. Uh, mm. We got some more from this. I think this game looks fantastic. I'm just going to start off with oh, that. Yeah. Uh, th- looks great. Sure, it's going to be great, Gables. Uh, but it is definitely hit the point of like, I've just seen it so many times. It feels like it's at everything. Uh, it's at like it's literally at every like it's every show every third party showcase. It's at every fucking Jeff Keighley thing. I just feel like I've seen this so many times now. Um, the trailers all kind of blend into me after a while. I think right. this game's gonna be great. I'm not talking shit. Uh, like I was sick of Deathloop by the time that game came out, and then I played Deathloop, and it was one of my favorite games of that year. So like I. I don't this like I'm not a like a medieval guy at all. Uh, there are definitely uh, uh, exceptions to the rule, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like this coming out March 22nd. There's another game we're gonna talk about next that's coming out the same day that I'm way more excited for. Um, but I mean, I don't know. This is a game I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on. Uh, I just don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> what about you, Gables? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I can understand the feeling about it, you know, that the game getting overexposed like the way it has been and stuff. Dragon's Dogma 2, well, it still looks like a freaking fantastic game. I mean, I kind of like the whole aspect of the gameplay where it's like he's running on top of this monster and stuff like that, and all of a sudden it's like he just combines some, like, just, just slashing the monster or something like that, and all of a sudden combines some shit. This is a big old explosion, he just goes and pops off the monster and stuff. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be very fun to play with a group. Maybe I get a bunch of friends with like online, like either PlayStation Five or freaking PC or whatsoever, and try to just schedule, just try to schedule like some sort of thing so you could just do a big old raid or something like that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I I'm like I said, I think this game's gonna review well. I'm probably gonna check it out. I'm probably gonna end up loving it. Uh, but yeah, I'm just yeah, whatever. Uh, but a game I'm super pumped for. This game continues to look fantastic. Rise of the Ronin also coming out March twenty second. I was so excited. Mm. Um, I was at GameStop the other day, and I just uh, on Friday, and I just paid it off. It was like, like fuck, I already had like part of the pre order paid off. I'm like, just take the rest of my money. I'm in. This is the day one buy for me. Uh, this looks fantastic. <laughs> this is from Team Ninja. Uh, this is a team that put out Woe Long last year, and I love yes. that game, even though I don't like Souls likes. Um, I think it's just that combat was what hooked me into it, uh, and the combat to this. I mean, it's gonna be. I'm sure it's gonna be different, but it, like the 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 core of it is still there, and excuse me and man it just looks so much like fun to play like people keep saying it looks like assassin's creed it looks like assassin's creed it looks like this looks like that and i agree it does and like i kind of like that like that aspect of it but like my biggest point really about assassin's creed other than the bad ai during stealth is the combat in ac is just not great you know it's it's way better than some of the original ones uh but like i played the uh one from last year i played for a few hours and it's like i'm someone that love Assassin's Creed and I played this and I'm just like I'm just not vibing with this I think I'm just kind of burnt out on Ubisoft games as a whole but like if Rise Rise Run comes out like I'm not like I'm not expecting like a 9 out of 10 anything like that but if like this comes out and it's like a solid like mid-tier above part like a 
like just below like top tier uh, as far as like hey like Oprah World AC style game like you know like a tier below Ghost of Tsushima style game like I'm that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for that's kind of what I'm wanting out of this but with some really great combat because man like that that I thought like watching that game the way like some of the battles they're getting some of the like horseback combat like look like at one point he's like he's gliding and then he lands on a horse like I don't know I know a lot of games do that now but like that look I don't know for some, everything for some reason this everything I saw. Just looked awesome. I was like just mm. climbing around, going in the worlds. Like this weird, like we're in this time frame. Like it's like 1858, I believe. So like we're in this, like we're at the end of like kind of like uh, the samurai stage of like you know a lot like and the, the, people have guns now. Uh, so like we're kind of like ending one era and starting a new era. And I kind of like 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 that idea of like because uh, I think Goshima is like I think it's like 500 years after Goshima. So um, like obviously same, not different eras, but different worlds but you know what i mean but um i don't know i i'm all in day one buy give it to me now please i love this oh man absolutely this game looks absolutely incredible dude i mean this combat looks pretty cool the transitions where you're just exploring and stuff from like glider the horse to combat or something it's really smooth and i'm really interested in seeing if it holds its strength all throughout the journey you know because it you know you have sequences to where you're doing like open world stuff where you're doing the general the general like accepting missions and then like like exploring collecting things it kind of reminded me of assassin's creed at, at points because of like discovering certain towns or something like that like mm. it literally felt like it was like an assassin's creed game at points because you were climbing on buildings you were doing all this other shit and then like but uh at the same time there was another clip where you're inside of this major like battlefield and stuff with all like all these other people like around you and stuff and just battling the shit out of like another enemy like army or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it definitely has a lot of good potential with it. That's that's what uh, I felt with this clip. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh. Until Don was up here next. Um. So this is this is one of the rumors that came out. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of Supermassive games. I have not played Until Dawn since launch, though. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to check this out. This is like being remade uh, or being it's a complete remake in the Unreal 5 engine, which is great. This isn't like just like, a you know, we're like up resing it. Maybe, maybe overall, that's probably will be because it's just but it's just like the same game, but a, a new engine. But uh, the Unreal Engine 5 is gorgeous. So and then I mean, I thought yes. back even back then, like just the facial features, everything of that, like back in 2014, that game was like like nothing we've ever seen before. So if they can just kind of do that again in 2024, like um, it'd be awesome. Uh, you know, obviously now it's like, you know, Hayden pa- uh, Panettiere, uh, Remy Malik and stuff are way bigger stars than what they were um, then. Well, maybe I don't know about Hayden. I don't know what she's up to, but uh, Remy for sure is a lot more popular than he is. So like, if you could put those people on the cover and put them like more so out there, uh, be smart. It's just, I was kind of surprised. Like I thought it was kind of a lackluster trailer of like, uh, it was kind of definitely more like if you know, you know. Like, hey, if you, if you if you're an Until Dawn fan, you know about this thing. But I'm like, I don't know. I think you gotta go in with the idea that maybe not as many people know about this game or don't remember it. Like, so like, do a proper trailer, show some stuff here. Uh, maybe they'll, maybe they're planning on showing more down the line. So maybe I'm wrong on that end, but I'm, I'm well, I'm sure they will. But maybe that's their idea. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm excited for this. If it, I don't know if it's like if this comes out in like October, like the Halloween vibes, like. If this comes out for 70, 70 bucks in March, like I'm like, yeah, like I'm not really interested. But if it's like seventy bucks or fifty bucks, well, I don't know who, like whatever. If it comes out in October, with the one I'm just kind of, I want that scary vibes. 
yeah, fuck yeah, I'm down for that. So uh, I, I'm I'm tempted. To, this is definitely going to be a game that I will most likely check out later this year. What about you, Gables? Well, it definitely is a cool thing that they are remaking. Or was it remaking or like just porting? Uh, it sounds like well, they're doing a whole new engine. So I I guess in a way it's like a remake. Yeah. Yeah. Until dawn, I've heard nothing but good things about. So I definitely did look forward to other people's reactions on certain like choices and also in terms of what your feelings are going to be from it, Tyler. Because I know I still have my copy of Until Dawn. I'm kind of waiting to see if they're going to have like a PS5 like update yeah. to this damn thing. I'm going to guess no if, if like this isn't just like a remaster type or director's cut like we've seen in the past, like Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Part 2, and then like uh, um, Death Stranding 1 had where it was just like, so we're just making it look a little bit better and we're adding some new features. This is like a whole new engine, so I'm going to bet they're probably going to want to charge full price for us again. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, but I, I hope it'd be 10 bucks because, I, yeah, I own this game digitally, so I'd be, I'd be, I'd be much happier to pay the $10, obviously. But, um, yeah. Um, but last but certainly not least, Gables, um, maybe one of the greatest 11 minutes and 49 seconds or whatever it is. Oh my life! Mm. We got a new, we got a Death Stranding two trailer. Gables it is officially called Death Stranding two, on the beach. This is something that leaked last week as well. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, Gables. <laughs> <It's all laughs> thing. Uh, it was just me. Like if you, if you haven't watched my live rag, it was basically man, what the fuck is that? Like for, uh, it was uh, very reminiscent of my Tears of the Kingdom trailer that came out like a couple months before that game came out, where I was just like me, like what the fuck is that? What the fuck? Like, but it was just like that same thing of like, but it's of gameplay moments. It was like story moments of fucking kojima here like i'm a huge uh kojima fan um <clears throat> i someone that if you don't know like it took me four attempts uh and three years to finally beat this running in 2022 um I, yeah, I finally went back when they did the director's cut and they added a bunch of stuff to make it a lot more uh, palatable to play for someone like me that didn't really want to do the delivery part and all that shit like just put on very easy and just get through the story beats um and then, you know, I came away like I thought. Like, I always loved everything that is like Kojima. Like I loved it. I just hated playing that game. Uh, but uh, like, man, like I, I just I you know I can't be mad at this man, Gables. It's just like it's it's honestly it's like when like your dog shits on the floor. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not trying to compare Kojima to a, a dog, but I'm just saying, my dog. I love my dog very much. Yeah, I love him more than anything in the world. So just take that with whatever you will. But it's like when he sh- I wake up in the morning, he shits on the floor. And I'm just like, you fucking asshole. And I, I, I get mad at him. And then he does a little, he puts his head down, he walks away. And I'm like, God, all right, give me a hug. Come on, give me a hug. It's fine. I love you. You know, it's the same thing. He puts out Death Training. I hate this fucking game, but I can't quit playing it because it's. I just love him so much. And I love what he does so much. It's so cool. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. I, there's so, like so many, like, what is, I, I what is happening? Um, there's a fucking talking puppet that mm-hmm. that runs at 10 frames a second. I don't know what's going on there, but I'm in. Uh, Fragile has fucking hands around her neck that have gloves, and they cover her mouth like a mask. <laughs> like, and they light. They just can like spark a flame as well when they snap their fingers. Um, fucking, they apparently were in a ship in a baby's mouth that was going through the beach. That's why they're black and white. Like, what? Mm-hmm. How are they on a boat? How are they in a ship in a baby's mouth? In a, on a, in a beach um gables higgs is alive which i know for a lot of spoilers for the first game like we thought he was dead and now he's back and he looks like the crow sting 
Uh, and he has, but he also has a guitar that when he plays it shoots sparks. Oh, and also, um, fucking uh, Norman Reedus thought Lou the baby was dead, but apparently now the baby is also a robot, and like a, a samurai <laughs> robot, and there's two of them. Like, what is happening? And then also, Gable's like, like, they're so there looks like a like the fucking uh, um oh fuck what's the name of the ship uh not the draw drawbridge is the name of the company uh Anubis no that's wrong I don't anyways it looks like the fucking head of Metal Gear um it's I just I love this trailer so fucking much and I have no idea what's happening apparently now there are robots that do the deliveries for you but you're also connecting Mexico so like am I not doing all the bullshit that I hated for like part of it is like there's just so much walking and doing nothing and it sucks and I hated just like walking forward and you gotta mash LB or L2 and R2 whatever the fuck they are to like not fall over so then I gotta hold L2 and R2 and walk very slowly because I don't want to fucking fall over every 20 seconds uh, and I gotta walk you know two miles uh, but somehow but like at a, at a crawling crawling fucking pace for 40 fucking minutes to get to the next goddamn cutscene with no music nothing in between I gotta there's like these invisible creatures that I gotta go around but apparently now you can see them in this I don't know what's going on this um, he's he's wearing a little thing around his neck or around his, his chest but the but Lou isn't in there I don't know what's going on Gables this thing looks fantastic mm. uh, I can't wait to hate play this all the way through next year <laughs> well that was definitely the uh, correct way I mean, you're definitely gonna hate play this a lot. That's yeah. what I'm gonna be oh, guessing yeah. right at this it's moment. Be Fifty time. hours is me bitching. Well, and then it'll be my game. When it comes to the mind of Kojima, when it comes to any type of his games or the announcements or whatever type of gameplay trailer, it's like nothing is for sure, and that's just a good representation of what this all was. You know, at points, at points, it felt like it was some sort of like artistic sort of like demonstration of how crazy and bizarre he can go for than outdo himself other times it just kind of felt like he was shit posting just for shit posting oh yeah but uh oh my gosh i thought it was funny like the, the freaking ventriloquist stall or something yeah. like that that's like so slow in terms of his frames per second but uh well recognize recognizes who you are and on top of that, there's a lot of wisecracks, and there's like a subtle reference or something like that for like God of War and yeah. stuff like that. When he puts on his buttocks, like, really, Sam? The buttocks? Yeah. It just goes yeah, I, into I, the front. I put my shotgun. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. But, uh, oh my gosh, the lady with the freaking hands and stuff, the gloves. Right, you just see, you just first time you see her, it's like the hands are like all through her mouth and stuff like that, and like yeah. all over her mouth and stuff. But I was just kind of waiting for this thing just to go like, yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. Just start moving or something. We didn't even mention the part where George Miller, the the director of Mad Max: Fury Road, is there yeah. and he's missing a hand, but he also has a cat with that with demon wings. There's yeah. so much here. <laughs> and just spewing black like sludge for some reason. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the uh, the shit that like that when the the B, uh, BBs come out and shit, and they pull mm -hmm. them down into. So uh, some people are thinking that L Fanning, who's a girl at the at the at the end of the trailer, when they talk about proteins, um, that is the girl that they're like spraying all the like I'm assuming like a solvent or something off of her at the beginning of the trailer. People are assuming mm. that, so people are wondering if that maybe that is Lou, older. Huh. So. Yeah, there's a lot of speculations, a lot of like story elements that you're not going to be even remotely thinking about or remotely 
going to figure out until maybe playing through this game maybe a couple different times. <laughs> no, I'm not going to play it a couple times. I'm going to play it once. It's going to take me six years. And I'm gonna It'll take you like it. a maximum of two times to understand the full extent of the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand the story of the first game still. So. I barely, like, I, I I beat the Metal Gear Solid games, like, fucking combined, like, 50 times. I, it's hard to make sense of that story. So, <laughs> everything goes back to fucking, oh, God, uh, Nano Machines, apparently, so. Uh, nano machines yep yeah so maybe that's the case here uh, but then it ended with uh gables um we are getting an uh action espionage game uh he's working on that next uh this he said this is going to be a culmination of his um you know 40 year career he said in 2026 that'd be uh i mean 40 years um in the video game industry so this would be like the culmination of that basically he just announced the first ps6 game because this game is sounds like it's like super early pre-production and that game right won't go into full production until after Death Stranding 2, which is obviously you know, a year plus away. Um, so, yeah, this will be like a 2028, 2029 game. But uh, I praise Kojima for giving me a reason to live for another four years. <laughs> Five years plus. Dude, it's amazing that he's already thinking well in the head that this is like another Sony exclusive that he's going to try to do with this. You know, make another espionage game. I mean, obviously... <laughs> Obviously, it's something that's not technically called Metal Gear, but it will be probably the most Metal Gear thing imaginable. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it. Oh my god. Yeah, man. I'm already writing it down. Kojima's action espionage game, Game of the Year 2028, 2029. Gentlemere. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm in. I'm. You call it whatever you want. Fizzit was the Gentlemere. Yeah, he said it was like a. He was like, it's a. It's a film, but it's also a video game. But it also it's it's uh, it has music and. Then, at the end, they let they scroll out. It's in Columbia Pictures, and then uh, Fizzit is the working title. So nobody knows what that means. Like, is it physical intelligence or psychic intelligence? Like, I don't know. Um, phys- the voice uh, actor is also David Hayter. He just reprises. Oh, he, like, this is the lead God. role and stuff. And all of a sudden, it's just called like uh, Snake Solid. <laughs> I mean, just call it Solidus. Let's go. Um, uh, uh, fuck yeah, let's go. I'm in for that one, Gables. Um, <laughs> Anyways, we've got to move on here. Uh, next up, Gables. Uh, stick with PlayStation <laughs> here. Uh, apparently, there is a PlayStation handheld in the works at place uh, at Sony here. So, um, obviously, so we got to take uh, the guy did this. We got to take a little bit of grain of salt. Apparently, uh, from what I understand about this guy, is he is very good at um, these leaks when it comes to the hardware side. So, right. like, especially AMD, like he's broken some stuff in the past. Uh, but he's also done some leaks on like video on the software side and he is like pretty bad on that. So um, I was taking it with the grain of salt, but like the fact, this is more hardware and more people are kind of coming out of the work, like backing this a little bit more, maybe like kind of makes it a little more worth talking about here. But uh, apparently this is a non-streaming console. Uh, it's in the work at Sony that would natively support and play games uh, currently in the high level design phase and is at least two years out and technically not greenlit for launch yet. So, Definitely, this is like something that's probably just in like the research and development side of things, where like this thing maybe maybe doesn't ever see the light of day. But it's just like they probably look at the Steam Deck and they look at like kind of what the PlayStation Portable is, and it's like it's kind of like a weird right, half right. step thing of like this will make some people happy, and like I don't think they ever think this thought the thing was gonna be like 50, sell fifty million, but like I always figure like hey, if it sells two three million, they're probably happy with that. Um, but 
if this basically is just like, hey, they look at this. Like, I think the Steam Deck has definitely ch- like changed the game. As far as we've seen so many now since the Steam Deck come out, like the Rogue Ally, stuff like that come out and really uh, kind of do more, like kind of just, you know, make this handheld, basically do the Switch thing. Uh, and if Sony's probably looking at like, hey, we want, we want to do that too. And like, that's kind of something I said about the PlayStation Portable. Like that was the thing I was interested in until I found out it was a cloud thing. I'm like, I would probably be down to buy a PlayStation Port, uh, the a PlayStation handheld if I can play my games, like download them onto mine, like, you know, I go, I want my lunch breaks. I got to take an hour lunch. Mm-hmm. I'm in a truck in the middle of nowhere by myself. Like, hey, if I can just sit here and play a game of Madden or like I can fucking do some grinding in whatever game I'm playing at that point in time, like that would be awesome to like have. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't, and apparently uh, Microsoft is doing the same thing for Xbox. So um, mm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think on these one Gables? I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, I think it's going to be kind of interesting if they did put out another handheld, like a portable handheld or something like that. Because I think with like a lot of the features that they would probably propose for this device, it's probably going to be some that just outclasses the portal. <laughs> yeah, well, the portable is just a um, streaming thing, so it doesn't even really have right. anything in it to like even run. Like You can't download anything on it. You can't really change anything on it, so yeah. It's more like a one-trick pony almost. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know what? It It's kind of disappointing in some aspects because I know it's not going to be something like, say, like what the Vita was, you know, with its own dedicated, like, games or dedicated, like, certain aspects of it. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Sony did put out another handheld in that regards because of how popular all the other, like... All the other com- gaming companies' handhelds have been over the past like couple of years, especially in the realm of emulation stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing if this materializes. Yeah, I just care for it to come out and people hack it so they can put Game Pass on it. So, uh, it'd be pretty funny. Um, last minute, we're going to run just real, real quick here. Um, I was talking to somebody, um, and they feel pretty confident. That they will that will be getting a direct on the eighth of February. So I just want to point that out. Um, obviously, huh. um, n- no duh that there'll probably be a direct next week um, or at least next month uh, or I guess right next more in February now. So there'll be a direct sometime this month. Uh, but uh, they felt pretty confident that it'll be on the eighth, and they were pretty. They they uh, I talked to them before the, the announcement of the state of play, and they were pretty confident um, on the fact to be a state of play this week. And they even mentioned the sixth, um, and they got that right as well. So I just want to point that yeah. out. So yeah, keep that in mind. Uh, all right, Gables, let's get on what we're playing. Um, okay. Care if I go first, buddy? Yeah, go ahead. All right, Gables. Um, so I've been playing one game this week, uh, and it's probably one of your more anticipated games of the year. It just came out yesterday. Yep. Um, dabble into it. I've probably played about four or five hours into it, Gables. I've been playing Suicide Squad. Uh Huh? Yeah, I bought Suicide Squad Gables. I didn't tell you. Oh. <laughs> I, kept it, <laughs> I kept it from you. Oh, Lord. I, I, Gables, I literally got home last night. I picked it up from GameStop. Uh, I picked up my uh. copy. Uh, and um, I, went on, I, I turned my PlayStation to go offline just so you wouldn't see me playing this game because I would oh. <laughs> find out on the podcast I'm going to play this game. Uh, I'm about like, seven, probably like four or five hours in. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, we've been talking about it. I talked about last week. I, this is a game I don't want. I, I want this game to be good. There's, there's so many things like, when I right. see this. Like this looks good. Like I like when I look at the the story and the characters and the voice acting and it's like everything like that. I'm like, 
this looks good. The, the, the quality of everything, the graphics, like everything looks great. Like the gameplay looks meh, but I'm like, if I, if like, if we could just have mediocre gameplay and a, like, and everything else is as good as I think it could be, like this could be really great. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, the story, the, the voice acting, like it's gorgeous. The world is. I think the. I think Metropolis looks great. Uh, I think. I. I just the com- the comedy is so funny. Uh, the game. The, the the gameplay is me. Uh, and the fucking missions are so goddamn repetitive. Gables, I'm like I said. I'm four or five hours in. I've done the same three missions multiple times each. Um, it is so frustrating. Um, so. In this, obviously, he plays the Suicide Squad. There's uh, King Shark, uh, Boomerang, uh, Harley Quinn's there, Deadshot. And, you know, they all have, like, traversal things, that, different powers they can do. Like, Deadshot has a uh, like a jetpack. Um, Harley Quinn uh, has, like, a drone. She kind of, like, does, like, a hook shot and stuff to it. She can yes. swing and stuff like that. Boomerang, like, use, like has, like, an armlet or something like that. He, he can, like, hack into the Speed Force. So like he can like he can kind of like teleport, uh, use like your boomerang and you can teleport across places. Uh, and King Shark he can like he doesn't have it like he just kind of like just jump really high and like kind of like launch himself. Um, and I like the the big part of this game is that traversal, and I just they're all just clunky. I don't think even no. like I've been playing mostly a dead shot mostly because. Of he's like his jetpack is like the most like I feel like the one that does like works the best like I I don't know like I'm in combat like it's it's like they want to be fast paced it's almost like feels like like almost the way like they want to be like Doom Doom Eternal in a lot of ways where it's like you can like hook shot across like you can move fast like it's very vertical um like there's people on the rooftops people on the ground like you're fighting you know people are like uh, enemies are bouncing around shit like that but I just I don't know, like I didn't love the hook shot in Doom Eternal, even though like Doom the first Doom uh twenty sixteen was like one of my probably my favorite first one shooter of all time, uh, from a campaign standpoint. And like I don't it's not wrong to try to do that. Like that like, hey, this is great. Let's or this is really good, let's make our own version of that. I I just like I feel like I'm always fighting the controls on it. Even just when I'm trying to go across the map. But then when I'm in combat, it's just like I feel like I, I just it like like Harley Quinn's like hook shot, like I gotta like hit like I gotta like point at a fucking rooftop at just the right angle to hit it, hit L one, and go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like it, like it, it that has like a charge to it, so you gotta like you can only do it for so long, and then like for like ten seconds maybe, and then like you gotta wait for it to reset. Um, like once you hit the ground, it'll reset faster. But like it's just it, I don't know. I don't love it. Um, the gameplay, the shooting is fine. Like I think it's it, it's not bad. It's it's good. It's fine. Um, passable. Um, like I said, I think the story and the characters, like they're so fucking funny. I've been laughing multiple times at it. The cutscenes are great. I think the the, the character, like, man, they have nailed everything. Like, the the Justice League turning evil, I think, is such a cool storyline um, that I just don't see done very well often. Like, I, that's part of the reason why I loved Injustice game game so much, especially that first one, is because like Superman's like, what if right. Superman just turned evil and started just killing people? Like. I love the idea. Like, there's a, a TV show on, on Amazon uh, called The Boys, which is basically like it's kind of a spoof of like you know like the MCU and DC and stuff like that. Uh, like they're spoofing that, but like 
but like it's basically like Homelander, who is basically like the super like they're basically making fun of the Justice League in a way. But like it's Homelander, like but it's a really great show. It really is. But it's like Homelander is basically Superman, and he's just like this evil, like just an awful person. Um, anybody right. has all the powers of Superman essentially, and it's like I fucking love that show, and that's a big part of the reason why. And and so I love this idea of like, hey, Batman just murders people. Uh, like you go to like a, his museum and shit, and like, he just like killed everybody. Um, like uh, Superman is like uh, like you can like you can like hack into like at one point you hack into like their uh, their like radio and you can hear them talking, and it's just like it's crazy hearing Batman like talking about like killing people and like talking about how like just talking about you guys and like the suicide squad shit like that it's like man this is fucking wild to hear this like and, like our green lancer and stuff like that like i love all this all that stuff but it's like the moment to moment stuff is so frustrating like the there's so many of the same um uh, uh missions where like this mission's like you're like you, the bus shows up and like hey you gotta go like we have like some people in our in our group here like you know, we have uh, uh, Waller who is running the, uh, the, ta- the task force. Like, there's people like yeah, like they're like in her group that like are hiding. You gotta go save them from the bad guys. And like a, a bus will show up with Rick Flag run like driving the bus, and you gotta go and like fight a bunch of enemies to like to go and save these guys. And you like put them like you have like this little thing on your back pocket that's basically a pokeball, and you put yeah. them in the pokeball. You take them back to the bus. They go on the bus and then you got like, you got to save like three or four of them. And that's the mission. I've done it like 10 times. Um, there's <laughs> ones where it's like, all right, here's, um, here's, here's a, here's B. Like there's like, you know, you got to protect this thing, uh, a and B and you got to bounce back and forth and like fight off ways of enemies. Um, and before they take over, uh, it's just, like the same mission structures over and fucking over and over again. And I even got to the first justice league of, boss battle yet and this is where i'm at like i've already done the same missions um and the enemies like certain enemies like oh you gotta take these guys out by doing doing a melee move like that will break the shield and you can you gotta that's a, you gotta break the shield before you can fight them or before you can kill them um so i'm like you don't have to and then like um there's like one where you gotta hit like the shoulder button to like do the special attack that will break that or you got like you gotta do like the counter shot to like break their shield to do like every enemy does this but it's like there's three different enemies basically and they all kind of do the same thing um it's just like i don't like man like it, it just feels like every cautionary tale that we've seen from games of service where they take this studio that is so great at making single player games and it's like they want to do all the things that they're known for that's great yeah but then they got to figure out a way to build a games of service mode around that and it's like much like Avengers, and the people will keep comparing this to Avengers, but I get because DC versus Marvel. Uh, but like, I played through the the Avengers uh, campaign, and I thought it was good. And like, my main complaint was like, there's a really great story here. There's some really great like, it's all the same things as far as like the story of like Suicide Squad. But at least when you play the store, or you played as Hulk, or you played as Iron Man, or you played as Black Black Widow. They were all different. They all felt different. Yes. They all did different things. Um, and this, they're all the fucking same. Like Aww. they're they are too to like when I played the Avengers, it's disappointing to me because like, man, they're they are so close to this being like a like true like like nine out of ten, ten out of ten game here. Like if they just took out the games, ripped out the games of service stuff and just 
just really tuned in, like finally tuned in that gameplay, they would have had a real strong all-time great game there. If, but right. they had to obviously make it, you know, people like Square Enix, like, hey, make a game service Avengers game. And this is just like, the story's there, the characters are there, everything's there, but the gameplay is just like, I play as King Shark, I play as Harley Quinn. Like, you can bounce between each character whenever you want. And some missions where it's like, if they have to deal with like a character that they have like a relationship with, you know, like you get double XP if you play as them. So you get like, you have to bounce around a lot, which is kind of annoying. Cause like each one has their own skill tree and each one levels up separately. So even if you play as like, you know, I'm like level eight with dead shop, I'm like level three with boomerang, shit like that. But anyways, um, when you bounce around these characters, like nobody feels different. Like, yeah, like, okay, cool. Like uh dead shot has a sniper and an assault rifle, uh, fucking um, Boomerang has a shotgun and a sniper. Um, you know, Harley has a minigun and a pistol and stuff like that. Like, like, but that's like the difference is like, it's just like, cool. They just have like a different, they just all shoot guns. They all kind of, the traversal is somewhat similar. They just kind of get around a different way. Um, there's just nothing different. And when I go around the world of Metropolis, even though it's gorgeous, like it just feels empty. Obviously, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a brainiac is like basically destroy this metropolis, but like, obviously you're not gonna see any people running around and like, it's not gonna feel like a Spider-Man or something like that. But it's like, you like, I when I just go around this world, nothing stands out. Like there's statues of like the Justice League and shit like that. There's Les Corp there, but like, or Lex Corp, but there's no, like when I, like when you swing around Spider-Man, like, oh, I could, t- I could tell why I'm in Harlem. Or I could tell what you mm-hmm. know when I'm in Queens, or I could I could feel like there's there's things that stand out that like I know I'm in like I know I'm in this area, and when I go around this, every rooftop looks the same, every building looks practically the same. The only thing that like tells you where you're at is like there's a few like statues and a building, and there's like oh there's a football stadium here, uh, but like I don't like it's not bad. There's it's not there's nothing that's like horrible. There's just when it comes to the gameplay, there's just nothing that makes you want to keep playing it other than I'm just going to keep playing it. Cause I like the story. I like the characters, but I'm not like excited to do it, but it's like, honestly, it's like, it's honestly the same thing last year where I bought Forspoken, where it came out right before literally I was going, I had a week off of work. I was like, well, it's cold and shitty outside. I'm not like I'm going anywhere. I'll play Forspoken, but then hi-fi rush came out. And then I was like, well, fuck Forspoken. I'm playing hi-fi rush. Uh, <laughs> I just need a high-fi rush to come out, and I can say, "All right, well, fuck Suicide Squad. I'm gonna play this instead." Uh, but here I am with Suicide Squad. So, um, I don't know. Like, it's just so disappointing because there's like, there's a sliver. There's some. It's so close to just like being a like eight out of ten game. You know, like a solid seven point five game. And goddamn, man, it's oh, fuck. I know, right? It's so it's been <laughs> it's been nine years. Nine years we've got a Rocksteady game. They changed the game for fucking combat and gaming. They changed the game for IP games and gaming. Like, they're, they're the reason why we have so many now. Like, Spider-Man games basically just kind of took the formula of those uh, Arkham games and built on them. Like, you know, yes, the bones did. of the, the Arkham games is in Spider-Man. And it's just like, I don't I, I just can't believe that. Like, it's 2024. It's like, Spider-Man 2018 came out, you know, five and a half years ago at this point. And it's like when that came out, like, 
I'm sure people at Rock Study probably did. This is probably a, a higher up thing where it's like we want they saw Marvel's Avengers and it's like, hey, we want you to do that. Um You know, or like when when Marvel's Avengers got announced, that is. And it's like when when Spider Man came out, it's like, did nobody like, hey, this game seems to be doing pretty well. We're known for doing games just like this. We actually created the formula for this. Maybe we should just do that. And I, I just can't believe that at no point in time, or maybe there was a point in time, but like higher ups are like, okay, you know what? Maybe you're right. Let's 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 do that. Um, hmm. Instead, we got fucking this goddamn game because like, man, the story is like it's. I'm, I'm rambling now. I know, but man, it's. I'm just so frustrated because like, man, that's. It's the story is so great, and I just want a really great evil, like Superman game. And like I don't want to, I don't want to play Superman. I want an evil Superman game, and like we we finally like got it, and it's fucking this game. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I'm I'm playing Suicide Squad, and I'm going to talk about more next week. Gables, what you been playing? <laughs> All right, continuation from last week. I want to finish up Pokemon Crystal before I go into either. The new games, Tekken 8 or Persona 3 Reload. I'm like 20 hours deep inside of Pokemon Crystal. I have seven badges. I just went through and cleared out the Radio Tower and uh, Goldenrod City. Went through the old underground package passage and stuff and like uh, found the director and everything. So I've cleared out all of the Rocket, Team Rocket stuff inside of uh, Johto region. So the last major extent is I'm going to go back to the last major city. That's Mahogany Town and like, no, it was Blackthorn City. Yeah, it was Blackthorn City and stuff in order to uh, face the last gym leader and stuff. My party, my party now is getting closer to the early 40s. Yes, the early 40s. The gold bat that I had had, Batfink, I finally went ahead and evolved it at level 41. So now it's a full-on crowbat. I love that. I need to teach it fly still, because up until this point, I hadn't been using the HM fly to go around stuff ever since getting that uh, getting that badge that allows me to do so a couple of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple of badges ago. So I've just been walking to and from each place, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting some experience. I'm getting some level-ups. I'm encountering some NPCs that I probably wouldn't have normal-wise. But... Uh, yeah, man, it's still it's still fun. It's still memorable and stuff. I mean, my Crobat's been doing good and stuff. I finally evolved my Magby into like my Magmar and stuff. So it's finally like a level like 36, 37. It has Fire Punch. It's got Thunder Punch. It's got good coverage. It's got good coverage in terms of what can go through with it. I mean, I still have my Haunter. She is doing pretty good. Oh my gosh. I'm still trying to find the TM. I know. I'm still trying to or an experience to learn the move Dream Eater, because I want to try to go with like a Hypnosis Dream Eater type of combo, because that goes through and just sucks the life force out of an opponent's Pokemon and stuff, and you'll just heal up as a result. Let's see, Dinkleberg, my Feraligator. Yeah, it's finally a Feraligator, and it is a tough son of a gun. It will either use Surf, it does have Bite, it does have like uh, Headbutt and stuff, but uh, I've been thinking about trying to try out this this move, like Hidden Power and stuff, on one of my party members to see what happens with that. But, 
Other than that, though, I mean, some of the large, longest portions of why that's kept me so long to try to get this game beaten is uh, because I've been doing some of the side stuff. I've been doing, like, the National Park, like, bug catching contest. So, like, the first time I did that, I caught this uh, Butterfree. I got this Butterfree, right? And I didn't win first place. I got second place. The second time I go in there is I literally catch a Scyther and... I completely won the contest. I earned a sunstone as like a gift and everything, so I did that. I've been keeping track of all the the various like wild type Pokemon and stuff, like outside the, the ice path and stuff near Mahogany Town and all that other stuff. I've just been having a blast just rediscovering a lot of different aspects of Crystal because I hadn't been playing through that game in quite a long while. I usually play through like either gold or silver, and then just let it be satisfied from there but uh finding out that there's still like some more portions of it and that it has its own special like battle tower stuff like after the game is done it's really cool but uh yeah i'm just getting towards the last bit of that regular playthrough and then like the kanto stuff that'll open up after for the post game and stuff but yeah that's pretty much what i've been playing this week all right. Well, very cool, Gables. Um, well, I think it's going to wrap it up for this week, guys. Um, we'll be back. Um, well, I'll be back Tuesday. I don't know what time it is, but I'll, I'll live react to the... Uh, I forgot to mention there's that Final Fantasy VII uh, Rebirth oh, stand right. on Tuesday. So I will live react to that. Hoping for a uh, demo. Um, a demo that like takes the saves data over to that next game. Uh, but... Yeah, um, I'll live react to that, and if there is a direct, I will do that as well. Um, mm -hmm. If you know, if Gables, if you're free during any of those times, obviously, we'll do a live react together. Right, but right. Uh, I'll be, I should be home, I should be around, so I should all be doing those. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. I was host, I was Tyler, and I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, play some fun games. But thank you very much. For listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Hey, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.